You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's do it, everybody. Another week of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you on this Monday, July 15th, and a Tuesday, July 16th. This will be the last week before the Lions officially hit the field for training camp. We are just 10 days away from Lions training camp. Rookies going to be reporting later on this week, full squad. July 25th, we're getting you ready, certainly for camp, the preseason, the regular season, as Things are You just feel football. It's right around the corner, and we're excited about it, certainly here on Locked on Lions. You can get Locked on Lions on the brand-new podcasting app, Himalaya, as well as on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast, Locked on Lions. What's happening, everybody? We continue today with our preview, our look at the five players that could be first-time Pro Bowlers on the Lions. We are on player number four. We started last week, and I brought up Kenny Galladay, the wide receiver, Trey Flowers, the defensive end, and yes, right tackle Rick Wagner as three guys, I believe, have a shot going into this season to becoming first-time Lions Pro Bowlers at the end of the season. Now, of course, this list Does not include Don Muehlbach, who's been there before, Matthew Stafford, who's been there before, Darius Slay. Those guys have. Um, But I think Galladay, Trey Flowers, and certainly Rick Wagner have a chance. We'll go over player number four today right here on Locked on Lions. Also, some news of the day coming from Golden Tate, who was at a golf tournament over the weekend. This audio uh, was uh, retrieved by our friends at uh, WDIV Channel 4, and it's a a little ridiculous. Um, to say the least. Golden Tate said today that he believes the best quarterback he's ever played with is none other than Matthew Stafford. And I will dispute that, and I'll tell you that this has nothing to do, nothing to do with Matthew Stafford, and everything to do with Russell Wilson. Coming up in a minute, right here on Locked on Lions. But it is a Monday into Tuesday. You can follow us on Twitter and get the podcast on my Twitter feed at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks. And don't forget, about the Matt Derry Facebook fan page as well. Hope everybody's having a great uh, start to the week on a Monday. Nice sunny day here in Detroit. Hot out there, isn't it? Uh, And look, this this Golden Tate thing. Um, As you guys know, Golden Tate was a regular on my old radio show at Detroit Sports uh, 105.1, rest in peace. Um, And then Golden Tate has since then made the rounds. Of course, a very good career with the Lions. Traded last year for a third-round pick to the Philadelphia Eagles. So he played with Nick Foles and Carson Wentz. And then now he has signed a free agent contract with the New York Giants. Golden Tate at a golf outing, talks to Channel 4 and says, oh man, they ask him about Matthew Stafford. And what does he say? Matthew Stafford is easily the best quarterback that I've ever played with. Just because he hasn't won a playoff game doesn't mean he's not really good. He's such a great teammate. Blah, blah, blah. And Look, to bash Golden Tate, Golden Tate's entitled his opinion. And Golden Tate is a very opinionated guy. He has been a terrific teammate. He's been great in the Detroit community. I'm not going to tool on Golden Tate today. But what I'm going to tell you is that there's a hidden message behind what Golden Tate is saying. Golden Tate, and this has been reported for years, okay, allegedly, reportedly, whatever you want to say, Golden Tate has a history with his former quarterback in Seattle, in Russell Wilson. Okay? 
Just Google Golden Tate and Russell Wilson. All right? And you, you will see that there was all sorts of stuff. Going back to January of 2015, where Golden Tate denied vicious rumors that he had an affair with and slept with Russell Wilson's ex-wife, Ashton Meme, whom Wilson was married to from 2012 to 2014. Tate blames the gossip-obsessed, fact-check, optional, optical world of social media. I did not have an affair with Russell Wilson's, um, you know, at the time, wife. Relationship between Golden Tate and Russell Wilson, weird. All these rumors go back many, many days, many, many years. Now, Russell Wilson is with Sierra, and Golden Tate is with his wife, and everybody gets along, allegedly. All right? Elise Pollard Tate and Golden Tate are a tremendous couple. I don't want to go into that. But what I do want to go into is there's a history there, and it seems like it will never go away. And if you want to argue that Matthew Stafford is better than Russell Wilson, you can't. Tate is entitled to his opinion, but he's wrong. And I want to give you two examples. Let's forget about all of Russell Wilson's accolades and all of Russell Wilson's money and all of Russell Wilson's Super Bowl rings, which he has won. Let's talk head-to-head, shall we? Golden Tate doesn't have a leg to stand on if you go back to the 2016 playoffs when Matthew Stafford had an opportunity to outduel Russell Wilson in a playoff game. The Seahawks won the football game 26-6. In that game, Russell Wilson went 23 out of 30 for 224 yards, two touchdowns, and had a passer rating of 119.3. Let me repeat, 119.3. Matthew Stafford and the 26-6 Lions lost, went 18 out of 32, passing for 205 yards, zero touchdowns, and a passer rating of 75.7. Let's add it up. 10, 20, 30, 40, 44 points behind Russell Wilson in passer rating in a playoff game. Next. Need I say any more? Oh, no, 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 no. We'll do it. We'll do it. 2018, the Detroit Lions were riding high after a victory over the Miami Dolphins to get to 3-3, a watershed home game last season against none other than Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks came into Ford Field and beat the Lions 28-14. In that game, Russell Wilson was 14 out of 17 for 248 yards passing, three touchdowns and a passer rating of 100. 158.3. 158.3. Almost as high as you can go. Matthew Stafford in the game. 27 out of 40. 310 yards passing. A couple of touchdowns. But an interception. For a passer rating of 96.9. Rounded up to 97. Again. 60. One points behind Russell Wilson's passer rating for the day. Sorry. I like Stafford. He's fine. I hope he has a good year. But on no planet, talking to no football people, general managers, coaches, scouts, fans, broadcasters, morons, 
people that hold the chain gang, peanut vendors, ticket takers. They don't take your tickets anymore. They just scan them. Nobody is saying that Matthew Stafford is better than Russell Wilson. This is not about Matthew Stafford. This is about Golden Tate taking another swipe at Russell Wilson. Whether there's history there or not, it just seems like Golden wants to go out of his way to always credit anybody else but Russell Wilson. You can't make that statement. The two games that were huge games that went head-to-head, Wilson smoked Stafford. I just gave you the numbers. So take it for what it's worth. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand it. And give Golden credit. He's always backed up Stafford. Maybe the, the, rarely will you find a former teammate of Stafford's that will say anything bad about him. Now, I know uh, uh, last year, Eric Ebron said, oh, it's easy. It's easy. The best quarterback I've ever played with was uh, Andrew Luck. Ebron took a swipe at Stafford. And Dominican Sue talked about how the best quarterback he ever played with was Jared Goff, taking a little side swipe at Stafford. Other than those two guys who were both <laughs> interesting characters, everybody always seems to back up Matthew Stafford, Tate being one of them. But in this instance, I think this is Golden Tate. A eh, little shove to the back of his old teammate, Russell Wilson. Remember, you get this show every day. Subscribe to Locked On Lions on the new Himalaya podcast app. In an ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally curated playlists and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked On Lions. Coming up next, player number four in our series of five. Who will be the number four Pro Bowl first-timer that I believe could happen for the Lions this year? We'll do it next. Welcome back, Locked On Lions, for today, Monday, July 15th, and a Tuesday, July 16th. Hope everybody had a good weekend and enjoying their Monday here as you're listening to Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, so player number four in our series of five possible first-time Detroit Lion Pro Bowlers, I give you today none other than strong safety, free safety, wherever you want to put them. He's as versatile a defensive player as the Lions have had in a long time, and he's a really good football player entering his fifth season. Quandre Diggs. I happen to believe Quandre Diggs has an opportunity to be a first-time Pro Bowler for your Detroit Lions. Quandre Diggs has started uh, started every game last year. He's played in every game the last two years. And with Quandre Diggs... A rarity will you see this, but he was a rare Martin Mayhew former draft pick in the late rounds that has done a lot of good things. And for Quandre Diggs, it's pretty simple. He can play the run. He can play the pass. Against the run last year, 78 combined tackles, 64 solo, 14 assists, 3 tackles for a loss, and a quarterback hit. All right, Quandre Diggs is all over the field. He's a really good football player. And now that Glover Quinn is gone, Quandre Diggs is kind of the elder statesman of the secondary. As he'll be out there with Darius Slay, Tracy Walker, Justin Coleman, whomever else is out there, Rashawn Melvin, Tease Tabor, and kind of quarterbacking that secondary. Over the last two seasons, Quandre Diggs has had three interceptions in each year. 
He had a pick six last year. And when you watch him play, you just see the total package. You see a very, very smart, very, very good player that isn't the biggest guy in the field. They list him at about 5'9", 5'10", 200 pounds. But I really like Quandre Diggs. And he can play nickel corner when you need him to in, in a passing situation. If the Lions are in a certain defense and the other team is putting four or five wide receivers on the field, and there's a way that Quandre Diggs has got to step up from a safety position and cover somebody one-on-one, he gets it done. Remember, his first three seasons in Detroit, he was a cornerback. Moved to safety for a lot of 2017. He contributed. Nine passes defended in 2017. Eight last year to go along with, like I said, the three interceptions. And I like him. I think Quandre Diggs is underrated and a guy that I think makes a lot of lists when it comes to underrated football players, players under the radar, players who could have a a breakout season. Um, and that and that you know you look at the Lions secondary and you see all the guys that this team has. And we mentioned before Darius Slay, who's been a Pro Bowl player, uh, Glover Quinn, who's now gone but was a Pro Bowl player. And you look at Tease Tabor, who's going to be huge this year. Justin Coleman, who was signed to a monster deal as a nickelback. Tavon Wilson, who's got a lot of experience as a third safety on this football team. Tracy Walker, who many people feel will be the starting free safety. Miles Killebrew, Will Harris, who was drafted in the third round. The Lions secondary looks pretty good. Don't forget Andrew Adams, who the Lions picked up in free agency from Tampa, also can play a little bit. And had that three-interception game of Scam Newton last year. But to me, Quandre Diggs, after Darius Slay, is easily the second-best player in that secondary. And you could make an argument that after Slay, Snacks, and Trey Flowers, Quandre Diggs is the fourth-best player on the Lions' defense. So I like him a lot. I, I think he's got very good ball skills. I think he's a leader. I think he sticks up for his teammates. He can play anywhere. And I believe he's got the opportunity this season to take that next step and become a very, very good to great football player. So I like Quandre Diggs. I think he's got an opportunity for sure. Who will he have to compete with to get to a Pro Bowl this season? We'll tell you that next right here on Locked on Lions. All right, so as far as making the Pro Bowl, that is such a difficult thing to do. And for somebody like Quandre Diggs entering year five, it will be difficult. But I look at some of the players uh, from the uh, NFC, the National Football Conference, and just where I believe they can make their mark, okay, and how they can get better and how they can get past some other players. I see Quandre Diggs as having that opportunity. Now, Landon Collins was your starting strong safety for the NFC last year in the Pro Bowl, playing for the New York Giants. Landon Collins is awesome. He's a very good player. Very good player. Um, he's now has a new address. He's heading from the New York Giants to the Washington Redskins. Maybe his play takes a step back depending on the system. We'll have to wait and see. The other Pro Bowl for a strong safety last year uh, in the NFC was Malcolm Jenkins of the Philadelphia Eagles, getting up there in age, 
but Jenkins is still a very good player. The two safeties, free safeties that made the Pro Bowl last year, you had Eddie Jackson of the Bears, who was a first-time Pro Bowl player, and Harrison Smith of the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings! Uh, So, boy, you know, trying to get past those two two guys is going to be a tough, very tough sledding uh, for Quandre. But possible. And because they're in the same division... Eddie Jackson, Harrison Smith, and Quandre Diggs. Who knows? If the Lions have team success and can beat those teams, that will help Diggs get the proper, you know, just desserts, if you want to say. But those are some very, very good, <laughs> those are some very good players ahead of Quandre Diggs. I'm interested in your thoughts on it and if anybody agrees or disagrees with me on this one. Matt Derry on uh, Twitter, Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. All right? This is a guy that's going to take the next step, in my opinion. He's the guy that, and especially if Darius Slay doesn't show up to training camp, who's going to, you know, who's going to mentor these, these young defensive backs? It's going to be Quandre Diggs. Who's the guy on Twitter constantly defending his teammates when they're getting you know, made fun of by Eric Ebron and others? It's been Quandre Diggs. Seriously. And last year, Diggs was a Pro Bowl alternate, which is good. So he's gotten some mention before. And teams have seen him. Other players around the league have seen him. And he went from a slot corner to a strong safety. And, you know, he's been good. Two straight years with three interceptions. Arguably the best tackler on the team. So, look out for number 28 and how good he is. Quandre Diggs has an opportunity, certainly, to become a member of the NFC Pro Bowl team. So he joins on my list, wide receiver Kenny Galladay, defensive end Trey Flowers, Right tackle, Rick Wagner, which I'm surprised some of you have not gone after me for that one. And now Diggs. And we'll get you um, tomorrow or Wednesday, player number five on that list. But I, I can't tell you how excited I am for this whole thing to get started. Think about it. We, we're we just 10 days away from training camp. Next week. And here's the thing about the Lions training camp. It can't go any, it can't go any worse than it did last year. Seriously, last year's training camp was a was a debacle. Matt Patricia overdid it. The Lions were beat up. The Lions weren't prepared. The Lions weren't ready for what you know. They, they couldn't transition from Caldwell to Patricia, and I think Matt Patricia this year knows that, realizes the mistakes that he made in the past, and I think it's, he's going to correct it. But the biggest issue is going to be whether Snacks Harrison and or Darius Lay show up, and whether they will be there. And if anybody saw it today, Falcons D-tackle Grady Jarrett just got a massive extension. Four years and $66 million. And here's Snacks Harrison sitting there, you know, making, uh, what's, what's, what's Snacks' exact numbers off the top of my head? I do, I should know this. Snacks Harrison, I believe, is making, is it $5 million this year and 6 and a half next year? I'm telling you, Darius Slay will be there next week. I truly believe that. 
I think Snacks Harrison is not going to be there, if I had to guess. So take that for what it's worth. All right, there you go. Locked on Lions for today, a Monday, July 15th, and a Tuesday, July 16th. Thank you for listening. Check us out on that Himalaya podcast app. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.